Hey y'all, I'm Shalow and this is The Revolving Door. Let's step in. All right. Hey y'all, happy Wednesday, happy hump day or whatever day it is that you choose to listen. Um, I am excited about this, you guys, because I feel like today we're going to talk about something that's a really, really necessary thing to understand in order to really begin to walk in healing and to walk in love and compassion and to really just um, level up and elevate yourself to uh, the best version of yourself and really gain acceptance for the reality of who you are um, and really accept and process um, what's really happening instead of kind of all this band-aid stuff that everyone seems to be really into. Um, So today we're going to be talking about the ever so wonderful negativity. Now I know a lot of you just heard that and thought, what? Wonderful negativity. Negativity is never a good thing. Um, Well, I'm going to tell you today why I disagree um, and why we should be using these perceived negative um, or perceived quote unquote bad emotions and bad feelings bad situations and experiences, and we really should be using them as fuel. Um, So the first thing that I really want to do here um, is just let you guys know this, the reason why I feel like this was the timing for this. Um, First of all, I really think it's important to understand that like this whole movement of like all happy all the time, all white all the time, just it ain't it. Right. Um, And this even more so because of what happened um, last week at the Capitol, January 6, 2021. Um, If you do not live under a rock here in the United States, I am sure that you are aware that there was um, groups of thugs, groups of gangs, domestic terrorists uh, that stormed our Capitol, um, our United States Capitol in Washington, D.C., around, oh gosh, what time did it start? Maybe 1, 1 or 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, and so I actually woke up that morning feeling really, really excited. Um, I actually dropped my premiere episode of The Revolving Door uh, that morning at midnight Eastern. Um, so, uh, I mean, roughly 12 hours before kind of everything sparked as far as the, you know, starting with Trump's speech. Um, but anyway, about 12 hours before everything kicked off, I dropped my intro episode. I was feeling really optimistic and I know it sounds cliche, but really like, oh, this is the uh, first day of the rest of my life kind of feeling, right? I, um, I felt like finally I am walking in my purpose and holding my head really high about it. And for any of you that listened to that episode, you know that I told this really dark story of how I lost my virginity, um, at the age of 14 and how ugly that was. And you'll have to listen to the episode to get all the details on why it was, it was a darker situation. It wasn't healthy, whatever. Um, and so anyway, though those acts of terrorism um, themselves already had triggered some really negative emotions. Uh, but even more than that, um, really having this once again, slap in the face reminder of the two Americas um, that 
that we're living in um, as people of color and minorities versus um, cisgender white Americans. Um, you know, it's it's just not the same place. Um, as someone who has been to many a protest and someone that absolutely stays informed on many a protest, we've seen time and time again, um, over 90% of the Black Lives Matter protests, and I don't just mean the organization, we're not just talking about BLM as an organization, but actually the, the any protest that supports the actual belief that Black lives should be equal and viewed as equal to other lives in the United States. Um, not over 90% of these protests and these demonstrations have been peaceful. Um, and even, even higher numbers, if we don't count the times that police were the ones that instigated, uh, violence or that violence was not instigated by outside groups and outside parties, um, really looking to make a bad name for, again, black and brown folks, as if we need anyone to, you know, trigger anything to have people looking at us like we're the enemy. Um, so anyway, it triggered a lot of emotions in me. And initially, I was really hard on myself about feeling down, feeling negative about what was going on, which only fueled the negative, right? It was this idea of feeling negative about feeling negative. Um, again, y'all, feeling negative about feeling negative. It's ridiculous. It's a negative squared. It's negative times two. Um, and then next thing you know, the only thing you are is negative, which any extreme of anything isn't good, right? Um, and so it really, after everything processed and I really had a, a really wonderful opportunity for growth. Um, in this moment of something so ugly, and I was able to take that and, and use it to encourage other people and really um, try to fuel it to spread other messages of peace and of love and, and protection um, rather than, you know, feeding into and kind of snowballing with everyone into this ugliness. Um, so anyway, there were, there are three points that I really want to make here, um, you know, to drive home why it is that I think we need, um, negative energy and why it is that negative energy can be fuel, um, for action towards the things that we desire and the things that we view as, um, abundance and prosperity and positivity. Um, so the first thing that I want to acknowledge is, is really the strength of negative energy, how strong negative energy can be. Um, I also want to acknowledge that that really strong energy is alive, right? All energy, it's alive. We are energetic beings, um, and you'll find energy in any living thing. Um, and so it, it is alive, the cells in our bodies are made up of energy and that's something that cannot be uh, destroyed, right? That's the, the first law of thermodynamics is that energy cannot be destroyed. Um, and so um, understanding that also, I want us to start to understand and view negativity as um, often doors 
uh, to prosperity, to growth, to knowledge that we all already hold the keys to, right? Um, so anyway, I want to back up a little bit because right now we're at this day and age um, where a lot of people are starting to step into new ideas about their spirituality and about who they are and the way that the world works and what the universe is and seen and unseen and all of these things. And we're starting to talk about things like the law of attraction and energy transfers and uh, frequencies, right? When people say like, oh, they gave me good vibes or, oh, I had bad vibes about it. Those are good vibrations, bad vibrations. We're talking about frequencies. Um, And with that has come this huge movement of the power of positivity. Now, don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I am a huge fan of love and compassion and joy and positivity, right? Um, I'm a huge fan of what we see as good vibrations. Um, But the reality is that I personally do not agree that it's it's a healthy thing or a real thing to have all positivity all the time. Um, Y'all want you to think with me for a moment to, you know, that person on the job or maybe that person that you, that you knew in high school or one of your good friends that's just uber happy all the time, just always in a really excitable mood. I don't just mean, you know, peaceful and joyful. I mean like somebody who is extremely charismatic, super energetic, always, you know, pumped up. Um, let's be honest, those people more often than not are very, very sensitive, right? The littlest things um, are able to bring that person into a space of feeling offended Um, taking things personally, even if they don't necessarily react in that moment, we can see it, we can feel it, that quick energy shift just from, you know, someone coming in the room and looking at them a certain way or making a comment that they, that wasn't even about them, that they took personal because of their, you know, their own projections and reflections. Um, How often or, you know, and, and on the flip side, maybe they don't necessarily react negatively, but how often do we find them feeling guilty for other people's hardships, feeling responsible and feeling, you know, like they have to carry the weight of the world, feeling really bad about other people's situations in a way that can a lot of times turn unhealthy, right? Well, that's because we're not supposed to be on one extreme to the next, um, or the next, excuse me, we shouldn't be, you know, way up here, way down here, uh, going back and forth between these extremes. We should be, uh, finding a way to find balance, find harmony, find peace, and really walk that line into, um, bliss, (laughs) right? Um, into paradise. That that's true contentment and true acceptance, um, which I I invite you all to, you know, do some of some readings of some of Buddha's um, teachings and some of Gandhi's teachings. Look into some some Veda texts from the Hindu um, religion because I I think that one thing that they've really mastered is um, the understanding of 
contentment and how important it is to feel content. And I, I think that that comes from the balance, right? Being able to snatch that energy from way up there and pull that energy from way down there and to find a way to pull them in together um, so that you're able to walk this, hey, how you doing line, you know, um, not needing to feed on anything to feel one way or another. Um, and so I think that a lot of times we, we find ourselves in some trouble because we're, you know, we're looking for answers. We're looking for help. We're looking for like-minded folks. And so often we're hearing that we're supposed to be happy all the time. And let's be real. A lot of people aren't keeping it real. A lot of people aren't being honest about those really dark moments. Um, and a lot of us are struggling with them, especially when we're fighting to be the face of positivity instead of the face of peace, the face of harmony, right? The face of healing. That That um, is where you're going to start to see the middle ground. So I, you know, a lot of times it, it can get discouraging for us, right? We We keep hearing, we keep feeling like everybody's always so happy. Everybody's always so positive and I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, and I was doing good, and now I'm not, now I'm not doing so good. You know, we end up in these, um, these weird manic and depressive states, back and forth, back and forth, because that's the thing, like, we're literally fighting to be manic. <laughs> we're, we're hopeful to become manic. It's, I mean, what? <laughs> you know? Um, and so for me, I just think that we have to find a balance and we have to be realistic about the fact that life is going to keep throwing shit at us. Right. Um, but the thing is, that's okay because negativity is a, is powerful too. It's a really strong energy. There's a really, um, really strong heaviness to, you know, those big negative emotions like anger, like fear, like shame, like envy even. Um, and I think of them, you know, like I said, we all, everything, all of this is, is different tools, right? And we all have these tools around us, um, to really learn to find and utilize the keys. So think about it like a sledgehammer, right? This really heavy, strong emotion, this really heavy, strong energy. It's like a sledgehammer. And what are we doing, y'all? We're trying to build our houses. We're trying to build uh, greatness. We're trying to build our mansions and our, our, our peace, our paradise, our forever homes up into the best thing that they can be, right? What do they say? Your body is a temple, right? And we're trying to build that with the best walls, the strongest walls, um, but the reality is, while we have really strong foundations, a lot of us are a flip <laughs> needed type type of structure. Um, again, we have good bones, right? We're, we all came into this life with the foundation that we need, the, the tools and the keys to our own success. There are doors everywhere that we already have the keys to. We just have to use the tools to find the keys and then use those same tools to match those keys with the right doors, the right locks, right? So think about it. What do we have to do if we're in the middle of a renovation? We're renovating our homes because what's happened over all this time with us, you know, going through trauma, going through pain, um, 
what's happened to us through all of this time, all of this life experience is that we've, we've already started building, right? We've already put up a bunch of, a bunch of old appliances and rusty, dusty walls and dirty windows. They're already there because we've been going through these experiences and, and life doesn't stop. It doesn't go on hold. We're building constantly, whether we're building right and building wrong, who knows? Luckily, we already have a good foundation. Uh, but a lot of us are are building straw houses and building houses made of sticks. And in order for us to rebuild, we have to tear things down, right? So you think about it. We have this huge sledgehammer of heavy, you know, strong emotions and energy that we view as bad. These negative feelings that we can use to tear down some of these walls that we've built up due to trauma, due to hurt, due to pain. Um, Tear down the walls that society built for us, right? Because so many of our walls were built up from ideas that came from other people and ideas that came from systems that already were not designed to protect us and from half-truths and things like that. So we have to tear down the walls. Well, I need a sledgehammer to do that, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's some stuff that I can I can grab a, a metal bat and I can start to knock some things down and a lot of it's going to go down pretty well. But there are certain materials, there are certain walls that I'm going to get to that guess what? That metal bat just isn't going to do it, right? Um, and, and again, this is where I need my sledgehammer. I need to figure out how I can take this and turn it into action and tear down what was already built in the wrong way, okay? Now with that, that negative energy, it's alive just like everything else. Again, I'll say it again, negative energy is alive, right? So we have to start processing it like it is. And I know some people are like, what? But I I literally like to look at my energy as if it was another person. Um, Because again, it's alive, all of our cells are made up of energy. And again, the first law of thermodynamics is that energy, it it doesn't, it cannot be destroyed, right? It's living on and on and on, infinity, okay? Energy is infinity. Energy does not stop. It goes from here to there. So here's the thing. We have to start thinking of our energy like it's another person, having empathy for your emotions, okay? Think about yourself, right? When you're angry, think about, I'm talking angry, like at your fullest, because understand anger can only be anger until you bring it, until you turn it into something else. But in the moment that it's anger, that's all it is. So think about the moment that you've been angry. Think about a moment that you have been livid through the roof, disgusted in anger. Imagine if someone shut you up in that moment. Imagine if someone said, shh, as you began to express your frustrations. Imagine if someone shut you down. Imagine if someone pretended that you weren't speaking while you were already angry. Or how about this one? Calm down. Relax. What the fuck you mean relax? (laughs) Right? How many times have we you know, been told to calm down when we're feeling frustrated and that did what? added fuel to the flame every single time. 
it literally ignites you all over again. It, it, it sparks whatever fire is already there. You know, it throws gasoline right onto it. So that's what we're doing when we, when we have a negative emotion and we're trying to put it in a box and pretend that it doesn't exist, right? Bottling something up. When you talk about bottling something up, think about having a, a bottle of Mountain Dew and you um, are shaking it and shaking it and shaking it and shaking it because that's what you're doing. When you start stuffing emotions down, you're shaking it and shaking it and shaking it. Eventually, it's going to explode, whether you decide to open it on your own and it explodes. Whether you decide to open it on your own and finally release it and it explodes, or you choose to shake it until it cannot be shaken anymore and it, boom, combusts, right? And what happens if you decide to keep shaking it so much and then let it sit and then shake it again though and then let it sit at a certain point you let it sit and sit and sit and what happens it becomes flat that's just like if you listen to the first episode I I talked to you guys about a really personal experience for me that was pretty traumatic um, and really shaped a lot of who I was and I there are details that I can't remember and that's because I sat on it for so long. I had it bottled up for so long. After after shaking and shaking, I bottled it up and I pretended it wasn't there. And it went flat, right? Now there are opportunities that were missed. There were triggers that maybe weren't acknowledged, um, you know, from details that may have been forgotten. And those are those are opportunities for healing that have been missed, maybe permanently, maybe not. So anyway... Um, I, I say all of that to say, you know, this, it's, it's important to acknowledge your emotions and to have empathy for them. I worked in uh, customer service and call centers, my first kind of grown up job ever. I worked in a customer service call center for one of the largest banks in the uh, country. And, um, they were really, really big on customer service. I know y'all are like, who, um, but honestly, this is the one bank that I could say, you know, I worked for that I really felt like they expected um, top notch customer service at all times from us. And the number one thing that they would drive home is empathy. And that carried into and translated into every job, uh, personal interactions that I've had. And has really given me an opportunity to diffuse and avoid a lot of what could have been confrontative and combative situations. Um, you know, when someone is is frustrated or they're disappointed or they're concerned, um, you know, just telling them, hey, I understand how you're feeling. I understand how that could be hard for you. I understand why that's difficult. Makes all the difference, right? Um, negative energy is the same way. It needs to be understood and then we can turn it into fuel. Um, I mean, so I, it's something to always remember that it's not, you know, that your energy is alive and start to treat it as such. How would I want to be treated in this moment from an outside party, right? If I'm disappointed, do I want to be ignored? Do I want to be minimized? Do I want to be brushed under the rug? Do I want to... Uh, be told I'm a victim or that I don't, that, that my opinion or my voice doesn't matter? Do I want to be heard? Do I want to be understood? Right? Um, the third thing that I really want to touch on, again, 
um, is the fact that negativity really can be the door to um, the gifts and the blessings that we all already have to hold the keys to. Um, a line from a song from Erica Badu's On and On, the first line of the song says, peace and blessings manifest with every lesson learned. Y'all, that that comes to me so often, not just because it's an amazing song, but because it's so real. How many times have you been in a situation where everything seemed to be going wrong, one thing after another, and you said to yourself, something must, something great must be on the way. Something must be about to come through for me. Something good must be about to happen because everything is going wrong. And more often than not, guess what? You were right. I'd, I'd go out on a limb and say every time that you overcame that, that absolutely that's what happened. Blessings came through, right? Um, that's, I mean, that's how it works. I was in Atlanta last year, uh, staying in an Airbnb. Y'all, I had no idea where I was going to be living, what I was going to be doing. Um, but I knew, I knew that what I was doing wasn't working out. Right. But I, I kind of became content in it. I was focused on trying to get other things together and the roof ended up collapsing at the place that I was. Now, at this point, I spent all my money on this place, you know, to be at this place here. They're not trying to help me out at all. Um, not the woman who was there, not the company themselves, nobody. So anyway, um, this happened and I was done for at this point. Like, you know, I wasn't working anymore. I have no place to live. I don't know anyone in this city, in this state. Um, I'm feeling just alone and down and out, but I decided to really take that and turn it into an opportunity for, um, I guess faith and an, and an expectation, um, of exactly that, of something must be about to break through. It has to, right? It has to, because everything is going wrong. Y'all, I ended up in the most beautiful home um, for free. Um, I And I, it gave me an opportunity and it gave me time to really get my bearings and figure out what I was doing next. Um, at a time where I really, I almost for a second, I, I could have easily flipped the other way to I don't want to live. Um. And, and those situations, a lot of that is what led to me realizing and recognizing the importance of me sharing the gift that I was given and, and sharing in my healing with others, right? Um, and we're not even done yet, y'all, but I'm telling you, that's a moment that I, I'm looking to now and I'll be forever looking to as this moment where all of what I felt like was negative and was bad really was the door that led to uh, the abundance of faith, the um, opportunity to test, you know, the wisdom that I felt that I had gained. All of this, this really what I felt like was this quote unquote negative situation was really just a door and an opportunity for me to 
Take one of the keys that I was given. Take the keys that I was given and open up something new and begin to shift my perspective. My mom said something to me earlier where she said, you know, obstacles are really just lessons. They're opportunities for you to learn to view something in a different way. Um, and, and that was so profound, right? It was exactly that. That's all it ever is, is growth. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to gain strength, right? I mean, if you're, you know, you're running hurdles that are, are normally 18 inches high, you're kind of skipping over them, right? Next thing you know, you have a, a 24 inch hurdle and you have to jump over and sometimes you guess what your foot gets caught your ankle gets caught on it and you fall you go back and you try again and you try a different way to jump and you try a different maybe different timing right because we know that how important timing is um so anyway i say all of this to say that like what we view as negative a lot of times are opportunities for us to use the keys that we've been given sometimes it, it literally is just checkpoint. Hey, let me, let me show you what you've learned. Let me show you the strength you've gained. And sometimes it's an opportunity to say, Hey, now we know what you've learned and you've put it into practice. Now here's a new lesson. Here's an opportunity to level up. You thought, you know, you thought you were done. Absolutely not. We can get content, but we can't get complacent because we're here to learn. We're here to grow, right? We're, we're trying to ascend. We want to be better. I, I don't know a person that can't be better tomorrow than they were today. So anyway, um, I want you guys to also remember that when you're feeling down and you're feeling negative and you're feeling like things are ugly, remember that what feels negative, what feels like an obstacle, what feels quote unquote bad, it really can be the door to prosperity, the door to abundance, the door to your blessings, to, to something that is waiting on the other side. How can you get there if you don't want to walk through that door? If you want to act like that door isn't there, it doesn't exist. Well, how do you get to the other side? You have to acknowledge that door. Okay. So with that, I, I really want to invite you guys to um, begin to look at your negative emotions and the negative around you um, in a different light. Now, does that mean just welcome all kind of what you feel like is ugly into your life? No. I mean, let's be healthy about everything, right? But let's also acknowledge we can't avoid negativity. We can't avoid the darkness. There is no light without darkness. Okay. So understand when it comes down to it, um, we need to take the time to ask ourselves when we're feeling down, when we're feeling quote unquote bad, how am I actually feeling? How do I feel? You know, not just bad, good, fine. No, I feel angry. I feel frustrated. I feel disappointed. I feel worthless. I feel shameful. Okay, now once we identify how we're actually feeling, let's start asking ourselves, what's making me feel like this? You know, why do I feel like this? Okay, why? So first we're going to ask how, how do I feel? Then we're going to ask ourselves why? 
Now, a lot of times we answer that simplistically. And so if that's what happened, then we have to say, what in particular is causing me to feel like that? What specifically, you know, is is making me feel the way that I feel? And then we're going to ask ourselves, what action can I take to turn that feeling into something else? So I'm going to give you guys a quick example, um, just so you can kind of understand where I'm coming from. Okay, so let's say you just lost your job, right? You just lost your job and now you're feeling, I don't know, let's say that you're just feeling feeling sad and feeling worthless, right? So you ask yourself, how am I feeling? I'm feeling sad and I'm feeling worthless. Well, why do I feel like that? Because I lost my job. Okay. What in particular about losing my job is causing me to feel worthless? Okay. Let's say it's, well, now I can't be productive. Maybe it's that you can't be productive. Maybe it's now you're stuck in the house with somebody that you don't like. Uh, maybe you're worried about about money, right? Maybe you're worried about, about some bills, okay? So you're going to say to yourself, what in particular is causing that feeling? Let's say it, it literally is just that you can't be productive, okay? You like, to, you like to make sure that you're doing something every day to feel like you're getting things done. And let's be honest, society has told us exactly what that means, so we're not acknowledging the work that we're doing in other places, in spaces, right? We're, we're worried about what everyone else says is productive. So now you have to say, well, what action can I take to turn worthlessness into productivity, right? Maybe you have a neighbor, um, you know, who, who needs help tending their garden. Maybe you, um, you know, you've been talking about uh, repainting that bedroom. Maybe you've been uh, talking about starting to color coordinate your closet, right? Little things like that. Maybe you've been talking about learning how to do makeup. That was a big one for me, you guys. Um, I literally just started quote unquote beating my face. Sometimes I looked a little more beat up, <laughs> but um, that was just something for me to feel like I was doing something. And it, it was wonderful because it actually trickled into my self-care and, you know, just being in the house feeling pretty. Because we all know a lot of us ain't laying them edges as often as usual, messing with this uh, COVID-19 and the quarantines, right? Um, So yeah, just ask yourself, how am I actually feeling? And require yourself to answer that in depth. Don't let yourself you know, choose these uh, one note bland answers. I'm, I'm down and out, bad, depressed. No, get deeper than that, right? Right? Let's, let's, let's talk about how we're really feeling and then ask ourselves why we feel that feeling. What in particular about the why? Break the why down. What in particular about the why is causing that initial feeling? And what action can I take to turn that particular feeling into something else, into maybe the opposite, into what we view as a positive emotion, what we view as a quote unquote good emotion? 
What can we do to, you know, turn the ugly into something beautiful? Um, so really, you guys, I am excited to, you know, see put this into practice for myself. Uh, continue to put this into practice for myself, I should say, because when I tell y'all it has been working, it has been working. Um, but I'm also excited to to hear your stories and hear how you guys are able to put this into action. Um, I invite you to challenge me if you feel like you have a, an emotion or a scenario that this doesn't work for, um, uh, for, for whatever reason you feel that the negativity just has to be ignored, erased, removed, um, away or a time that you feel like being a hundred percent positive all the time is the answer. I really invite you to challenge me, um, because I, I think that this works for any and everything. Um, I also want to hear from those of you that it is working for, what are some of the scenarios and some of the experiences that you've had that you've adapt, adapted this mentality towards negative, you know, experiences and negative interactions? How are you able to treat your, uh, negative emotions as if it's a living thing? Um, how are you able to empathize with your emotions and, and with yourself, during these experiences, um, how are you able to utilize the strength in your negativity and turn it into fuel for something greater? You know, how many times you guys have, you had someone tell you that you can't do something, right? That's doubt. And you took that doubt and you turned it into fuel, uh, to motivate you. You turned doubt into motivation, right? And that's the beauty in a lot of this stuff. You turned anger into action, right? Isn't that what what so many of us are doing out here on the front lines, protesting, uh, speaking our truths on social media? And don't let anyone tell you that that's not good enough. If that's what you can do, that's what you can do. If that's what you're ready for, that's what you're ready for. Everyone has a job, y'all. Okay? And and that's what we're doing in, in all of these actions, in these words, in these, in these, even the way that we're now, uh, educating and teaching the children around us, the adults around us as well. You know what we're doing? We're taking negative actions, negative emotions, negative experiences, and we are turning it into greatness. We are using it as fuel to push the next generation into a level of greatness that we could have imagined. We could not have imagined this. A lot of us as children, we didn't know this was coming, right? We heard it was coming. We we felt it was coming. We had signs it was coming. So many of us didn't didn't know for real. We couldn't imagine this. And it's here now. Imagine what these kids will be able to accomplish in their next 30 years, 40 years, whatever. Okay? So I want you guys to take this and begin to view negativity in a new light. Begin to view it in a way where you're able to utilize it and view it as a strength rather than a weakness that you have to run from or hide from um, or eliminate altogether. Okay. Thank you guys so much again for joining me here on the revolving door. Thank you so much for stepping in with me, stepping into greatness, stepping into healing, stepping into prosperity. Y'all, I just want to end this by saying I am. Okay. You are. We are. All right. So don't forget negativity is the gas. Negativity is the door. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Positivity is great too. We know that though. <laughs> right. 
but don't forget black emotions matter. <laughs> uh, anyway, y'all, thank you again. Thanks for stepping in. We'll see you next week.